Welcome back to the Corporate Happiness Show. I'm Jacqueline Pirtle and you can find me at freakyhealer.com. This show is really about how to infuse your work life, your company with happiness, you know, but also it rolls over into the private life. And it's a little bit a show about thinking outside the box, you know, and, and tipping on subjects and topics that could help you further, that goes beyond pay, beyond health insurance, beyond everything. But it is just really inspirational wisdom that my experts bring to the table for you to create a happier workplace. So today's guest, I'm really excited because well, I'm always excited, but I'm super excited because she's European and I'm European too. I'm from Switzerland and she is actually in and from the Netherlands. So how did we meet? Well, we met through some sort of mastermind event originally. And then uh, we also uh, were together on a summit talk as well. And then we kept professionally in touch and supporting each other. And I just really, really, she's really dear to me because what we're wanting both and what we're trying to do is for the whole big picture of people to um, be more empowered and be happier and just have better life. So Alexandra, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's so good to be here and talking to you about the important subject, which is happiness. And I'm so glad that you're bringing this forward. I know, right? And you're like in the evening and I'm like in lunchtime. <laughs> so it's like I'm still like full energy. And I hope you're too, even it's for the evening for you. So um, let's dive yeah. right in because what makes me so excited besides just I like you a lot but what you're doing and your expertise it's all about communication and I find that profound in happiness be it private be it at work be it with your families or whatnot so tell us a little bit about what you do with communication Mm -hmm. So I'm executive communications coach and trainer, and uh, I help people effectively communicate, um, mostly executives and international professionals, and as well along the way, help them um, overcome fear of public speaking and boost their self-confidence. I love that. I love that. What do you think? So question, what do you mm -hmm. think communication has to do with happiness? That's a good one. I think it has everything to do with the happiness <laughs> because happiness essentially is, well, when you look at it, it's, um, it's how you connect to other people and we're humans and we like to, um, we deal with every day with people professionally, personally. Also, we like to be um, close to people. We want to be trust, um, uh, entrusted con connections and we want to be liked and we want to make an impact um, again, personally and professionally, and all of that, you know, falls into happiness um, because a lot of it is really interrelations. So um, how do you deal with other persons and uh, that brings, you know, joy every day to our life or not, <laughs> if you're not yeah. really good at it. Absolutely. And what comes in for me here is like, okay, people want to be heard at work, right? Mm -hmm. People want yes. to be heard, be that the working people, be that the executive level, be that the owner, people, yeah, and even private, you know, children want to mm. be heard. So, but people want to be heard. And mm. to me, it brings in extremely value. What you do is because if you have a great communication style, 
If you learn how to communicate in a very, very pleasant, no matter the situation, professional way and something that's uplifting and brings everyone further in life, if you can communicate in such a style, you will be heard. Because a lot of times yeah. you're not heard because A, you may be too quiet, B, you may be not aligned and standing really with yeah. what you're wanting to say. Sometimes you're even fearful, right? You don't want to lose the job or whatnot. Definitely. And then, of course, then there comes this whole thing is like, because maybe others are just louder as you, right? But that mm. doesn't mean their wisdom is more profound. Your wisdom is uniquely designed for you. And when you align yourself and you learn with you and what you teach, how to communicate that, you will be heard. Wouldn't you say so? Mm. Yeah, I think you said it very well. And there are various aspects to it because um, there is one thing. Yes, we all want to be heard and we all actually want to be understood. Yes, so in yes. communications, especially in conflict, that's an interesting part for me when I researched it is it's not that you have to win um, when you're yeah, in conflict with somebody. But the most important need that we would like to be uh, met with emotional need is to the other party to understand us. And then from understanding, when you reach understanding, then from there you can lead or you can make an impact. But if there is no understanding, then um, there, is, there is no connection. There is no effective communication. Because I like the definition of communication is really exchanging ideas in um understandable way. Yeah, I like that. I like that you brought that up. It's you want to be heard, but you also want mm -hmm. to be understood because if you're heard but not understood, that's just half the process. So you want to be heard, yeah, I... you want to be understood. And then I think it also brings up to like if you have a communication style that people understand. Uh, that people hear you and want to hear mm. you. They actually are really wanting to hear what you have to say. And then they understand what you're saying. And you can package this into an uplifting way because you can get your message much better across than if it's not uplifting. How do you teach people to be uplifting? Even when, you know, like we would say, I'm an energetic person you know, mm -hmm. uh, energetic person, energetic nitpicker. I work with energy and with people and teach them and whatnot. So energetically see, uh, speaking, there is never anything wrong. You know, it's like that physical life level on that level. That's really when we say, well, it's positive, it's negative, it's bad, it's good, it's angry, it's frustrated. Energetically, that does not exist. So, but let's stay in physical life because that's what we're actually wanting to talk mm -hmm. about for the Corporate Happiness Show. So in physical life, there's the situation that's negative right or that's mm. um not very friendly or that's just like it's just not that humorous situation how do you teach people to have a good communication style that's uplifting how do you teach that to people hmm. well the the first thing is always what are you what is your intention so what is your goal with any communication what are you trying to achieve because a lot of us sometimes um come up from our emotional needs or instincts, mm -hmm. you know, I want to say this to this person, I want to let it out, or, <laughs> um, and so on. Yeah. Uh, but even like in some um, not let's, let's say conflicts in situations, we don't have a goal. So what is it that we would like to achieve? What would we be um, satisfactory response for us? 
do we want somebody to you know to inform somebody do we are we looking for a solution are we looking for a specific um, reply from the other person are we looking for mutual cooperation or let's say in selling you you want the other person to take an action so a lot of us do not think about that and i think like in every encounter it's important important to have a goal or what is deeper intention because that is um as you said energetically that is um this thread that will lead you towards the outcome or not and if you do not have the clear goal then uh the outcome will not be clear and yeah because often... you're running on your emotions you know and yes. when the emotions <laughs> are happy sure run with it but when the emotions are not so good and you're running with the emotions and you're speaking through that that's going to be like your fuel to do the talk mm. it's most likely you're not you know heard and nobody wants to hear that and you're not really understood and it's not really getting you to what you want however if you say intention and what's the outcome and what do I actually want with this right mm -hmm. and that obviously brings you to the point and I think when when you're upset at work and you're saying okay I'm upset take a deep breath in make yourself stop take the momentum away from being upset you know because if you give it momentum with the focus on it it's gonna get gigantic and it's hard yeah. to stop right <laughs> you know so Blow but up. if you just say okay I'm upset you know I give it a minute it's okay and then you you go into what you said what's my intention what's the outcome I want you know what is the goal that immediately takes you down and puts the momentum and focus on what you're actually wanting to accomplish and it brings the emotion down and from there you will lead a different com conversation mm -hmm. right absolutely and the other part is um that is awareness you know that is emotional awareness that's why uh, now at the workplace and leadership we talk about about emotional intelligence and yeah, this absolutely. is exactly what you said take a moment back be aware of your emotions um and then you're going to have different as well communication away and uh, possibly different outcome. And what mostly people forget is that we as communicators, we do have the responsibility. And um, yes. so if you want to communicate, get your message through, make an impact, you have the responsibility. And some researchers would say it's it's a 100% responsibility on your end or my end and then because you're the sender of the information um and then receiver is the part that it depends on um, the other person how they're going to understand that um how they're going to take it but it, essentially it's about you how do you uh come across and what do you communicate I like because that. there is um the funny thing is there is no such thing as bad communication or you know some people say yeah that person they don't know how to communicate <laughs> they're um or they do not communicate um actually we we are communicating all the time so yeah it's impossible for us not to communicate as human beings um what what happens what makes a difference is whether you're uh, effectively communicating or not <laughs> yeah absolutely and i like that when you say we're always communicating because even 
if you're in a room and you're really quiet, you're still communicating. You don't have yes. to say anything because ultimately your energy, you know, even words exactly. are energy, even everything is energy. So if you think about the energetic value of saying like, I hate this, you know, for instance, and then you think about the energetic value of like, I love this. You know, it's very different. Now, energetically speaking, there is no difference because energy mm -hmm. is energy. You know, it's all pure until we put something in it. But the whole world runs on, I hate this, is a really, really mm -hmm. downward spiral negative energetic value. Mm -hmm. And that's why it carries that value. Because when we think about, I hate this, it immediately, efficient, you know, it, 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 it makes that energy come up in us because we're so programmed, Absolutely. right? If on the mm -hmm. energetic level, I hate this, I love this, it's the same. We make it, right? So when it's, I Absolutely. love this, you know, then it actually initiates in us love, feelings, and positivity because it's programmed like that and because we're programmed like that. You just put that out there. So I think what you're saying is so profound. You communicate even if you don't speak. That's mm. because you have a body language that's because your energy that's because you're sharing and spreading yourself and who you are and who you're aligned with at all times so you can be mad inside and not say a word you're still communicating that anger Absolutely. so that brings us to the other thing that you said responsibility take mm. responsibility because if you take responsibility of always being aligned with you and managing these not so good feeling feelings, embrace them. They're human nature, but to then say, okay, I don't feel so good. Okay. I'm going to embrace it. And immediately you're shifting that not well feeling into an aligned thing where actually it can have space. And then you're communicating mm -hmm. that, you know, and I really, really like that. And the third thing that I want to squeeze in there real quick is emotional intelligence. I'm mm -hmm. glad you brought that up because it's so, so important that you learn about your emotions, that you know that there's so much wisdom in your emotions, that you can take responsibility of them and then also shift them, meaning that you're actually mm -hmm. in charge. And I just wrote a children's book newly. I've written over 16 books and they're all in the thing of empowerment and emotional intelligence. But this one is very specific. It's my first children's book. It's called Ella's Inner Genie. And it talks exactly about that, where Ella has this mm -hmm. inner voice, but doesn't know what it is. She calls it the inner genie. And then it kind of like gets infiltrated into the family through a blow up, you know, she follows in a genie and then she gets in trouble at home. And then they actually have a talk and the parents say, wait a minute, I have an inner voice too. So they work with that and they make this like actually common knowledge in the family. And I really think it's not just for the family. It's also to take that to the workplace. How do you take emotional intelligence to the workplace? to companies that want to do it, but they don't know how to start it. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, what we said, it's important that you're aware of the emotion that you're feeling. And um, in, yeah, in corporate world, um, it's as well, because you're dealing with a lot of people and what, what you mentioned in, in a personal level, maybe you can have a lash out or maybe more in the corporate yeah. world you have to have a little bit yeah. of a manageable lash out or case if sometimes it happens but the thing is you're making an impact to your employees and um, to your team and ultimately in the corporate world you're making an impact to profit mm -hmm. um, and the outcomes and if you're having let's say a leader or a manager or even an employee um, 
who cannot handle stress because it's a it's a big issue, uh, unpleasant situations. Um, it's very hard uh, for the companies to trust them and give them responsibilities because yes, you make an impact uh, on the overall company. And with the emotional intelligence, it, it is the essence of it. So it, it is you and your emotions that you need to manage, but you have to think about the impact that you're making on the other people because they're part of the equation as well. You deal with them every day. You want to make a connection. Um, it, it makes you happy and joyful, not just at the workplace, but a personal level. I like and, that. Uh, I like that. Yes. I like that that you're you're saying that about the impact because I don't think we think about that you know so mm. we're angry we're having a bad day we're coming in and whatnot I, that can be at home or at work exactly. and then we're just gonna you know and but then we are maybe aware already that yeah I'm having a bad day but what's the impact that you are having with living this bad day because you don't have to live it because no day yeah. has to be bad you can have a I would say you can have a stressful split second. Mm. And then if you take responsibility and you shift it, you know, shift it into something better, even if you're stressed when you can't go too happy, that's sometimes a big jump, but you know, you're stressful mm. acknowledging and you can shift it with a cup of tea and a couple deep breaths. And then yes. that's already better. So just knowing that when you say I'm having a bad day, that's on you. That's on you. And that's actually not even a real saying because no, you're not having a bad day. You are missing out in being aware, taking responsibility, and then to focus on shifting yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think even though most people know that a lot of people know it, I think what you just brought up about the impact, I think that's the last kick, <laughs> you know, that actually a lot of people might need to say, well, I'm going to do something about it mm. because so far it was all about you, your day. Actually, it's not just your bad day. It's like your bad day is having an impact on everyone else out there too. And really testing their good day, mm. you know, and spiraling exactly. that, into a bad day too if they're not aware that they're in charge so that's that spiral effect so i like that people think about the impact you have with every step you're taking on this earth in this life what is your impact on the world on other people because your responsibility is actually to leave good footprints the, yes. the most possible way you know sometimes it happens but then awareness responsibility taken and shifting yourself and on you go again leaving really good footprints and i like that you brought up what is the impact in the way you're actually living your life that's profound i think exactly. no yes exactly now that you you mentioned you know as well how you can turn it around um you just came up you know uh, in communications when you're meeting pe people for the first time it's always um there there is always um a recommendation to smile so mm -hmm. it's not just it's first of all you're going to feel better because yeah. of the embodied conne connection that we have it's um what i do with your body and impacts your mind and emotions and second um it's very hard when you're smiling it's very hard for the other people not to smile back so That's you're true. Um, giving them as well part of um lifting them up and um as well sharing uh to enjoy the day, even if you smile on a stranger uh, on a street when they're feeling down or they have this um, unhappy face, 
it's very unlikely that, that uh, they will frown to you. So maybe they will not smile back immediately, but you will definitely uh, lift up the, the mood. So at least they will not, you know, stay in that, that kind of a state. Absolutely. And that's communication. A smile Absolutely. is communication, yes. like language. you said. Exactly. <laughs> like you said, it. we always communicate. Mm. And you know what I want to tag on? I like that you brought up smiling because I tell you what, um, I even have a passage in my book, 365 Days of Happiness, about a day of smiles. Because when you can actually just do that, you can do it now, <laughs> listeners, or you can do it after the show. Just give yourself a moment, close your eyes, and just frown and feel how you feel. Mm. And then leave your and then you know, leave your mouth just normal. Nothing. Feel how you feel. Mm. And then lift your corners of your mouth up and feel how you feel. Still closed eyes. It's I mean, it's the it's the difference of worlds. You just Absolutely. just with lifting the corners of your mouth, you actually change your energy. You feel better. You don't even have to do anything else, you know, you feel exactly. better. And then that means your whole energy and your whole body changes too. And also it's been proven that smiling, laughing even more, but smiling changes your whole, you know, physical body, your hormones, mm. your cells and everything. So I think you should just, you know, pretend, I always say, pretend that you have like tapes, you know, a little bit of uh, tape on the, you know, that push it pulls your the corners of your mouth up right and just walk through your day smiling and see what that changes mm. you don't have to do anything else see how your day is completely different because as that smiling energy your smiling health is picking up and also mm. then you share and spread that energy with everyone and guess what then you're lifting into a frequency that's really high for life and in that frequency you attract everything you've ever wanted Things will just go right for you just by lifting the corners of your face. Plus, it's great, great face exercise, right? Exactly. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. When you say uh, with the energy, okay, yes, how to, to bring it up with a smile. Um, when you're doing presentation as well as work, um, oh, yeah. which can be very sometimes in the corporate world, maybe it's expected that you're more serious or uh, more, more dry. Let's say, but essentially, when I work with executives, it is what you bring to it. You know, it is your energy is the your first presentation, because as you said, um, as we mentioned, you cannot stop communicating because uh, not just because of the body language, but because we cannot stop to behave. So essentially, we as humans, we have behavior, and it comes to all, all, a lot of things are, are shown there. So your emotions, your energy level, um, your um, intellectual level, logic, uh, many, many things. But as well, at the, the first, it is your energy who represents you. You can, um, let's say, on a behavioral level, um, talk about some statistics or some very dry, let's say, information in yeah. the corporate world. But what, what sets apart that presentation is you and your energy and what do you bring to it and if you're excited about it if you're curious about it there are people who are very excited about some subjects that i'm not they bring you this energy and you just you had no idea what they said or um maybe you will remember some pieces of information but you will you're going to feel good you're going to feel great at that presentation or that meeting and this is as well how you build more connections and yes making an impact 
because I think communication is all about that and leadership is all about making the positive impact and empowering people. I love that impact. I love that word. It's one of my new favorite words because you brought it up. So, so tell me something. When you look kind of like at the big picture of corporations, do you think leadership, and we're going to go a little bit into, I'm not wanting to downplay anything, but, or, or making everybody, anybody feel wrong about it. But I have a suspicion that a lot of listeners, the first reaction is, oh, I don't need help with my communication. I know mm -hmm. how to communicate because I think it's something that is not known that you actually should learn about it, just like emotional intelligence. It's a little bit mm -hmm. new, right? It's a modern, higher, I, I feel like it's just a higher energetic way of doing business. So a lot of people, Great. it's my guess is that they're going to, oh, I don't need help with that. So do you think, or do you see, right? <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. Do you think, I or do you see with a lot of leadership that they're actually not even aware that they actually need help with communication. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean this in a mean way. I want to highlight this. If mm -hmm. you're listening and your first reaction is like, well, I don't need help with that. I know how to communicate. It's normal because we're mm -hmm. taking it a, top, a notch up with doing business. Do you see that? Or do you think, how do you tell a leadership actually you could use a little because not mm. out of they're bad at it like you said there's no bad communication but how do you how do you get leadership over that hump that they're actually mm. going to say you know what yeah i want it because there are a lot of you brought it up uh, there are a lot of misconceptions about communication and one of them is um i can talk i don't need help yeah. i can talk everybody can talk we learned that a long time yeah. ago yeah. or you can write and express yourself verbally but communication is is not just about that. It, it is about connection with the others and how how do you um, spread that message? And of course, about the impact and the feedback that you get. I think there are a lot of people, of course, who come up and the corporate world is like that. So they hire mostly for technical skills and they're of course very important. And I worked a lot with the people who are um, in the IT sector. So technical skills are very high up there. And then their soft skills are kind of forgotten or they thought they wouldn't need it because yeah. there are some tech guys or women and it's a kind of an introverted job. But once they come to a manager position or they have to lead a team or they have to be in a team, then they realize that uh, it can be very frustrating uh, yeah. to deal with people every day because you want it one way and you cannot, um, you cannot just make people do things um, maybe with some kind of leverage, but not all the time. And you need better skills uh, with the teamwork, whether you're leading one or you're in that. Um, I think as well, a lot of it comes, you know, from this frustration. <laughs> That's when people realize that something <laughs> is not working and they want to get away from the pain. So they, um, uh, the other, the other part of it is of course the results when you, uh, see the tangible results. So you see that your, you know, a lot of productivity, um, stress-free, it comes from a good teamwork. That's what, that's when people perform better. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's basically so leadership. If you are, if you tried it all, you you brought chocolate to the office, you did free (laughs) pizza, you you bought the office a hammock for people to relax. You're giving the employees children stuff, and it still doesn't work. Maybe rethink that actually what uh, Alexandra is actually bringing to the table here and teaching and helping with communication skills you know and also of course like when somebody is scared to talk that that actually is the key because it goes beyond free stuff for your employees it actually makes you show up for your employees like you're caring like you're hearing them like you understand them and like you really it matters to you that they are happy at their work think about that think about if you show up in such a powerful way people will love you for that and people will find that they have a backbone at work that they have a community and support at work and even in hard times then they will go through fire for you as long as you are able to communicate well and of course pay them well take care of your people that too now this episode is about communication so i think it's profound in what you're doing alexander so where can people find you Thank you so much for that. Um, they can find me on LinkedIn, so Alexandra Plazinich PhD, or go to my website, which is aplazinich.com, um, or connect uh, with me as well on Facebook, and um, we can take it from there. <laughs> That's amazing. And yes, it is actually correctly said Dr. Alexandra. So, but we spoke before the Thank episode and said we're going to say Alexandra, but it's important to see that you're professional in what you do and it means the world to you and it's all for the big, bigger picture. So, thank you for being on the show, Alexandra. I just I just love your energy and I love what you do. So, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Excellent. And listeners, I hope you're taking this to heart and you're looking at your communication skills and really kind of rethinking stuff in how you present yourself. And I hope that you got a lot of like just happy stuff out of this episode and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much.